0: Welcome to How to Survive with Danielle and Christine, the show that teaches you how to avoid the things that can kill
2: you. Like being chased by a lion, being stuck in an elevator. How about being trapped in a cave? And the things that only make you wish you were dead. Like being stood up on a date, getting spaghetti sauce on your new white shirt. How about being punched in a phone booth?
0: Whoa, that's so specific. <laughs> I think we better start the theme music.
2: I love the theme music.
0: Me too. Ground is shaking under our feet. Mountains on fire, flooding
2: in the street.
0: Can't breathe the air, can't fight the feeling. Goblin down, and ain't the way to be dealing. Gotta do better than just getting high. We gotta stick together if we're gonna survive. Welcome to How to Survive with Danielle and Christine. I am Danielle. I'm Christine. And Christine, you
2: you're bragging that you have a lot to talk about today. I do. I have a big announcement. Oh, for the first time ever. Yes, I have a book coming out, available for pre order today. What? I am one of the authors of a book. Oh my god, Christine! I know it's exciting. Oh, this is the
0: compilation book. Yeah, I think I saw it on Facebook. Okay, called Periods, Period. Period, period
2: okay and and give us the rundown i'm gonna tell you okay. so i wrote some jokes with a friend of the show jesse gaskell yes uh and they are in this book called periods period the writers listed written by alicia gaddis and steph garcia okay alicia i think we're gonna have her on the show i'm just Great. booking a date for her it's essays, poems, a lot of funny, heartfelt, silly stuff. Art like I said Jesse and I wrote jokes about periods together. Together. Cool. We had written these jokes years ago uh-huh. to try to gross out a boss. <laughs> it was Greg Heller. And we were, you know, Greg. Yeah. And we were writing a show with Greg. I think it was like 50 TV moments or something. It was like one of those shows where it was like right. craziest TV meltdowns or something. Okay. And for some reason, someday he was like, periods aren't gross to me. And we were like, oh, oh really? And so we- Gauntlet yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was like a challenge. And we were just, like, dying laughing about these disgusting jokes we wrote. They were so gross. And and that's what's in the book? And then, well, we did some revising. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Because it was like a decade had passed, and I'd heard about this project, and I was like, I I reached out to Alicia, and I was like, would you accept jokes? Uh Uh-huh. Because I knew she was interested in, like, essays, and Uh I was like, well, I don't have a period essay in me, but I have jokes. Sure. So, Jesse and I got together. We we went to a coffee place and got some croissants and we just belted out a bunch of jokes. Love it. Sent them in and they're in this book and you can pre-order it now. Periods. Period. Yeah. And where? How? How do you get it? I mean, I think you go to Amazon, probably anywhere else. You buy your books. <laughs> okay. And go to periods. Period. It's uh, available for pre-sale now. While you're listening to my voice, very exciting. We'll put it in the show notes and wherever else you can find me. Okay. Cool. So that's that was exciting. That was congratulations. Yeah, that wasn't what I thought would be my first book, but right. here we are. There you go. You know, more to come. I'm excited. Next diarrhea menopause. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, I was just going sequentially. No, but. it's it's all happening.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> just all things to grow. Everything out. is happening. So let's just write jokes about it. Okay. So that's good. That's great. That's very exciting. Yay. Here we are. And then something happened with Benjamin. You okay, say? so because <laughs> on a day ending with why? Well, yes, it, this isn't a him getting hurt story. Good, surprisingly. Good. So I went and saw Father John Misty. Oh yeah, th- this is the guy. Is a uh, rockabilly? Is he rockabilly? He's what not. Is he? He's okay. you know he's kind of everything. Like he he does some. He has. I would say if you like the Beatles, if you like Elton John, if you like. Folk, if you like a little bit of maybe John Denver esque. Okay, he does everything well. All right, he's he's. I don't like saying indie because it feels a very catch all term. Yeah, he's a very talented musician. He used to be in a band called My Morning Jacket. Oh yeah. Well, he played with them. I don't know if he was ever in it. He's very talented. I got tickets. He was playing at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery, which is a wonderful place to see live Uh music. I go there to see my brother. (laughs) <laughs> well, I, I. It's not as entertaining, but it's I, emotional. <laughs> I bet. And I think he would have really enjoyed the show. Uh huh. Um. Anyway, we dropped the kids off for their sleepover. Okay. Ahead of time. Yes. And I pulled Benji aside and I said, listen, Alex really doesn't want to be at this sleepover. She really wanted to go to one of her friends' houses because oh. it was m- close, you know, Benji's friend, Gaiel, it's a boy. And she was okay. like, eh, I want to go to one of my friends. I said, so could you just try to make her feel included and, right. you know, be nice. They just had a fight in the car where, you know, she sat on him and he bit her. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you like know, puppies? like normal 10 year olds. And oh my God. so they weren't real happy with each she other. She sat on him. Yeah. While the car was going? No. So they were getting in the car okay. and, and he, he bit her. Yeah. Because uh, she where w- like on her shoulder. OK. Did and he, did he, as my mom would say, did he break skin? No. OK. But she did scream very loudly it was a whole thing. So <laughs> I was like, could you just try to make her feel included right. and and I know, you know, you guys just had this big blowout, but please. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Mom, I'm just wondering in what world do you think your shirt is appropriate to wear outside?" <laughs> no way so he bit you too wait a second (laughs) yeah
0: what first of all I have to know I mean not to blame the victim but what were you wearing
2: so I was wearing something wet t-shirt I I just had band-aids on my nipples (laughs) I was wearing a silk tank blouse that was incredibly low-cut okay and no bra Right, because you're with, you can't. You're going to what's her face and Miss I'm going, look again. I'm, yeah, I'm I'm doing my Jenna Lyons. Jenna Lyons, and you couldn't wear a bra with this. It okay. was like very low cut. Okay, and it was the kind that like, you know, he's not used to seeing his mom dressed that way, right? And I very rarely go out to a concert, right? But he kept hugging me in front oh. of the friends, and I could tell it was because he was like worried I was going to show them too much oh. of my chest.
0: But wait, was it okay? I know it's low cut, but. Was it showing a lot of cleavage
2: or was it just showing... I mean, I don't have That's really. I mean, really. I mean right. I'm very small chested. So it right. was like, the good news is I can wear stuff like that because right. nothing's... It's not like you, I'm going to have side boob, really. Right, 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 right. You could maybe see like a, like, less than if I was wearing a bikini top. Right. But like if I would have bent over, you would have seen my entire breast. Oh, okay. So he was... <sighs> he was like, that's I have so... to cover my but mom. But he really said in what world? I think... I'm pretty like sure. he used that... I think he said, in what world do you think this is appropriate? What did you say? I said, Bench, it's fine. I'm going to a concert. (laughs) Oh, my God. That is so hysterical. So I was like slut shamed by my 10 year old. (laughs) start early get him started early I know right that's so
0: funny that's really (laughs) my god my son has never once commented on anything I've ever worn I don't think he like wants to see me as a person who would even have sexuality so like he wouldn't even the only thing is when he was really little he didn't like me wearing earrings and then we figured out it's because he realizes
2: I'm probably going out Uh Uh uh-huh that was the clue yeah you should borrow this blouse
0: just to upset my son. Just see, just see if he has a reaction. Uh, <laughs> it's so fucking weird. I'm just trying to see if I can get a reaction out of my son. Um, my eyes are up here, Oliver. <laughs> All right. You know what I'm doing right now? Changing glasses. Oh, yeah. Here we go. She's taking up the readers. And you know what that means? We're
2: going to start the topic. We're going to
0: start the topic. The topic today is... How to survive being trapped in a cave. Oh, gosh. Caves are scary. Okay. So first all, I want to just give you a little background. Fewer. classes back on. <laughs> Fewer people get hurt in caving than in traffic. Okay. Everything. I think everything in life. <laughs> that's true. I guess that's not much of a. But the number one threat to cavers is unpreparedness. Mm-hmm. Be prepared. The estimated number of people who visit caves annually is about two million in the U.S. alone. One in 666,666 of all people visiting caves actually die. That's not too much.
2: They have the sign of the devil on their head. Twice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, they're, you know, they deserve it. So really, yeah, exactly. They were chosen.
0: (laughs) And one in 125,000 get seriously injured.
2: Oh, no. What makes
0: caving dangerous? The leading causes of death among cavers are falls and drowning, both accounting for nearly half of all caving deaths. In the U.S., falls are the number one cause of the death. Of so the, <laughs> the death? The death. The death. The death. The main problem with caving accidents is that when something does happen, the person is difficult to reach, which we'll find out later in our story. Oh, okay. So a small error of judgment can become a huge problem later on. For example, you overestimate your capabilities or underestimate the conditions. Most caving accidents are due to bad preparation, mm. lack of skill, or the wrong equipment. Okay, but what if I get
2: lost? What if Danielle gets lost?
0: Yes. What if I'm in my twenties and I'm already lost and yeah. then I wander into a cave?
2: You're like, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Why the am I Catholic just working in this weird, uh, like, accounting? firm I don't even have accounting experience yeah oh yeah and now I'm in a cave right
0: dating men who won't admit they're dating me things like that yeah what
1: Karen what did you say I said it's the worst Kathy comic ever
0: oh my god that's so funny I just looked up Kathy for a submission I was doing for a game show because I was making it a question the comic strip Kathy we talking yes, about of course and it was like this whole rundown of how it was really sexist and then how it like over the year changed and stuff And but I don't know it just I don't know how it lasted that long it's so aggravating anyway ack um, <laughs> <laughs> what if I get lost most new cavers are afraid to get lost but it's very uncommon and of the people that do get lost most only wander around for or get pulled out by rescuers within a couple of hours but can you imagine how scary those couple of hours would be terror goonies man oh no there could be
2: scary people after you yes a monster guy watching oh that guy with the weird eyeball yeah but sloth in the end buried treasure that's right do they get buried treasure i don't remember don't they find the big pirate ship at the end Mm -hmm. and it's full of treasure and do they keep it
1: they keep enough of it that it oh, we're spoiling here we're into territory if you haven't, haven't watched goonies yeah. yet
2: pause they, watch goonies yeah. and come back
1: they find enough to save their town or whatever
2: and they get to yeah. don't they don't have to move maybe or something yeah like, like sean Aston. isn't he the one yeah
1: finds yeah mikey yeah
0: rarely ever do people die of getting lost in a cave over the last 90 years in the uk just 12 people died from hypothermia or getting lost Okay, risks of caving involved. These are the ma- major problems you have to look out for. Okay. Falling rocks. Yes, that makes sense. Most caves are extremely stable. However, cavers have to pay close attention to any loose rocks. Rock fall is a common cause of death among cavers. Even a tiny rock can cause severe injury if it travels far enough before impact. Oh. You just go ding. You just go and you, it would be a perfect way to kill someone, right? Yes. Just a tiny pebble that you just, oh, it accidentally got mm-hmm. loose, but it's from 300 feet above, clonk right on the
2: head, bye-bye. This is a good murder plan. Yeah, well, that was sort of someone. in uh, Death on the Nile. They had something like that. Oh, I didn't see it. I probably won't see it.
1: Oh, it was like the temple or whatever. Yeah, right. they were yeah, in, yeah, 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 yeah.
2: yeah. And so someone it picks pushed up a speed, and then it becomes more dangerous.
0: Right, because 10, 10 meters per second per second, Isn't that the rule of falling objects? Explain it. (laughs) 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 You asshole. (laughs) I think a falling object falls... Name that tune. I I believe a falling object falls 10 meters per second, and then it increases 10 meters every second? You can, well, actually me, all you want on that one. Just don't tell me to explain the twin trip, which is the other thing I learned in physics that was... I think I've already
2: talked about that. We did, and it was fascinating. Okay.
0: Um, Okay. Wear your helmet at all times. Do not take it off, especially if you're around someone who wants to kill you. Exactly. Especially when entering wild or unsurveyed or
2: virgin caves. Oh, who doesn't want to enter a virgin cave? A virgin cave, I I
0: guess, hasn't been penetrated, but maybe in the back. Entrance, because then you would still be emerging cave. Count. That doesn't count if you're Catholic. Um, isn't that true? Isn't that what like Catholic girls practice? I think, think it's not.
2: I think I don't think it's restricted to Catholics. It's but not. I think okay. it's a thing
0: that a, a lot of a, yeah. It's a workaround. So yes, it's like yeah. Okay, as there are more likely to have uh, some loose debris. Oh wait, wait. Especially when entering wild caves. No, that's not a sentence. Wild
2: caves will do everything.
0: <laughs> wild, wild caves, wild caves. Right. If you suspect some <laughs> rocks are, insta- if you suspect some rocks are unstable, be sure not to dislodge them. Most lethal accidents involve rock fall where the caver was descending or ascending, and the rocks were dislodged by their own gear.
2: So they're going in from the top,
0: or they're just climbing or going down, and they've accidentally knocked something over, and a and a um, you know a pebble or a rock
2: falls on dislodged. someone else. Yeah okay
0: cavers fall falling and slipping due to poor footing is a major cause of fatalities caves can be quite treacherous and slippery make sure you have enough points of contact i think that means that that, like your feet and hands are touching something be sure not to dislodge oh whoops i screwed up also be sure to wear the right kind of shoes generally you can simply wear all rubber wellies but all rubber what aren't rubber wellies like rain boots
2: yeah i i I was thinking that seemed like a strange this must be uk advice. it is they don't have uh proper shoes over there apparently
0: okay flooding don't go caving when it rains, especially with heavy rainfall drowning is among the leading causes of death. most came most caves are formed by rainwater corroding limestone while it travels underground. I didn't know that so flooding is one of the most common hazards and it's a serious danger. Getting trapped in a cave by flooding can lead to death by drowning or even suffocation. To make sure the cave isn't prone to flooding, check for the following. Okay, flood debris around cave entrance indicates prior flooding.
2: So if you're flood seeing... Flood debris.
0: Yeah, if you're seeing like leaves and, and and sticks and rocks, like things collected. Stay away. Stay away. Leaves and debris that are stuck to the ceiling, uh, the cave has flooded in the recent past. Oh. Uh-huh. If you find yourself in a flooded cave, go to the highest point possible and protect yourself against hypothermia. Bad air means the air in the cave is contaminated. This might mean low oxygen levels, increased carbon dioxide levels, ammonia, and so on. Bad air only occurs about in about one percent of caves, making it a less common hazard, but very serious nonetheless. Particularly, caves in the UK seem to have some bad air.
2: Mm-hmm. It's because their teeth. Yep. They don't, they don't brush. The,
0: those caves don't get their they teeth. They don't floss. Yeah. So oxygen can be a danger in small pockets and holes. You use up any oxygen and breathe out CO2, which means that if there's bad airflow, you might potentially use up your oxygen stash. This is a very rare situation, as most caves have good air circulation. Try not to stay in depressions. Mm. Oh, I know they keep telling I, us that. I know, but it, like, it's how are, so hard? It's hard. To... But what if you live in Los Angeles and like your dreams didn't come true? Yeah, and... like
2: what if what you thought was going to happen didn't happen, and but it's really happening for other people, you right? In a right, cave? in front of you. What? I think I live in a cave. I think you yeah. live in a cave. <laughs> I think Los Angeles is a cave. It really
1: is.
0: Uh, try not to stay in depressions in small pockets too long, though, just to be safe. Carbon dioxide tends to build up in some caves because it's heavier than oxygen. Old mines are notorious for bad air, so be aware of what type of cave you're entering beforehand. Here's another thing you have to be worried about cave disease. Oh, no. Or histoplasmosis. Also called caver's disease or spelunker's lung.
4: <laughs>
0: Sorry, it's not fun. They opened for uh, Father John Misty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, this is a fungus infection oh, no. caused by uh, the histoplasma capsulatum. Yep. Capsulatum. The fungus is mostly found in soil with bat guano or bird oh, droppings. Yep. You can pick up this fungus by disrupting the soil. It's most prevalent in warm, dry climates. Okay, safety tips. How to reduce caving risks. Join your local grotto. Okay, what oh. what does that mean? The only thing I can think of is the Playboy mansion. Join your
2: local grotto. Well, we haven't done that yet. No, we got to. Doesn't, then we'll find I, out what It, it feels is. like only Italy would have a join your local grotto. But what is a grotto? Isn't it like... A depression in the side of a mountain where you can go eat dinner and drink wine. That's so specific. There's a name for that? I feel like I <laughs> went
0: to one a one. depression in this. Was that from Star Wars or something? Like, What are you talking about? Trust, I mean, that sounds fantastic. Trust me.
2: I will never make right. a Star Wars reference unless it's an accident because I can't. Right, I know. Um, I don't know how to. I think to. we'll ask Garen to look up what yes. a grotto
0: is. Um anyway they whoever they are they often provide free training and safety information. Don't exceed your limits, wear a helmet at all times, use the right gear, make sure it's proper. Check for the danger of flooding. If it's raining, don't go. Never go in alone. Get a permit or permission. Speaking to the owner or manager will get you crucial information on the area and the cave. Let someone know you're in there and how late they, ex- they can expect you to get home. Carry a cave map. Carry extra lights. Watch out for CO2. If you're dizzy, lightheaded, uh, get a headache, nausea, shortness of breath, leave the cave immediately. Okay. Know your skills and limitations. Use ropes only if you're properly trained. This I found hilarious. Only dive in caves if you're properly trained. Cave diving is the most expert caving technique and should only be attempted by trained and licensed cave divers. Having a scuba license does not in the least qualify you <laughs> for cave diving. Since the techniques, conditions, and equipment greatly differ. I don't even know what cave diving is. I just realized. But I wouldn't think if I had a scuba license.
2: I, you'd be ready to do it. What if you it? just go
0: in with the oxygen tank and, yeah. the, and the whole bit and the snorkel and the, all the other things? I don't know. But don't do it. So basically, be smart. Yes. Stay with people. Don't do it alone. Don't think you're... Gonna scuba dive into it. Right. And and cave. don't go when it's raining, which brings us to our story. Oh yay. Now this is a very well known story and actually there's a movie right now called uh Thirteen Lives. Did you watch it? I haven't watched it yet. I want to, but I haven't watched it. I also didn't want it to confuse me about, you know, what is real or what really yes. happened. This but- is the one with Viggo Mortensen, Mortensen, apparently. I know Ron Howard directed it. That's literally all I know. Oh, does he play the co- who? He must play the coach, Viggo Mortensen. I think so. I don't think he could play one of the boys. Nobody could play one of the rescuers. <laughs> That's true. So this is um, the, well, I'll just get into it. The Tham Luang Nong Non is a karstic cave complex beneath Dway Nang Non, a mountain range on the border between Thailand and Minim- Myanmar. The system is. Uh, 10 kilometers long and has many deep resa- recesses, narrow passages, and tunnels winding around hundreds of meters of limestone. Since part of the cave system is seasonally flooded, a sign advising against entering the caves during the rainy season, July to November, is posted at the entrance. Okay, so here we go. Here's the story. On June 23rd, 2018, a group of 12 boys aged between 11 and 16. From a local junior football team named the wild boars i'm assuming in this case football is means soccer probably um, and their 25 year old assistant coach Ekafon chan thawong went missing after uh setting out to explore the cave well i guess vigo Mortensen couldn't play him that he doesn't must make him not high
2: no he must be one of the rest he must be one of the Oh, rescuers. maybe he's elon musk in this. (laughs) I know that that (laughs)
0: didn't even get covered in what here's the thing this is extremely detailed and I didn't put everything in but it's very fascinating so you can go and read more but I you know anyway the team was stranded in the tunnels by sudden and continuous rainfall after they had entered the cave now again they entered June 23rd the rainy season is supposed to be from July to November so they were following the order the the right rules right they had to leave some food supplies behind when fleeing the rising water Around 7 p.m., head coach Naparat Kanthawang checked his phone. So he wasn't with them. He, he's their head he coach. He was like,
2: Where are they? He,
0: well, what happened was he checked his phone and he found about 20 missed calls from parents worried oh, that their children had yeah. not come home after the game. Yeah. Naparat dialed assistant coach uh, Chanthawang and a number of the boys in quick succession without success. Eventually, he reached Songpon Kanthawang. You're doing a really good job. I'm trying. I don't know. Really good. A 13 year old member of the team who mentioned he was picked up after practice and that the rest of the boys had gone exploring in the Tham Luang Caves. So this one kid was like, yeah, they went to the caves. The coach raced up to the caves, finding abandoned bicycles and bags near the entrance. With water seeping out of the muddy pathway, oh boy! he alerted authorities to the missing group after seeing their unclaimed belongings. British caver Vern Unsworth was scheduled to make a solo adventure the next day when he received a call f- about the missing boys. He advised the Thai government to request assistance from the British Cave Rescue Council. On June 25th, so now we're two days later, mm-hmm. Thai, Navy SEALs, uh, Thai Navy SEALs divers arrived and began searching the cave. A Thai Navy SEAL sat, said the water was so murky that even with lights, they could not see with where they were going underwater. After continuous rain, which further flooded the entrance, the search had to be periodically interrupted. On 27th of June, so this is now four days later, three uh, cave divers arrived. This is the um, the British Cave Rescue Council on um, on June 28th, the next day, a United States Air Force team from the 320th Special Tactics Squadron, the 31st Rescue Squadron, and the 353rd Special Operations Group joined them. By the 29th of June, an Australian Federal Police team of Specialist Response Group divers had arrived. And on Sunday, a Chinese time team oh of gosh. divers from Beijing Peace Land finished. Okay. The search had to be suspended due to the weather. As rainfall increased the flow of water in the cave where the divers were. So not only are they trapped, it's still raining. They can't get to that. Um, Increase the flow of water in the cave where the divers were battling strong currents and poor visibility. See, I was picturing it as just like high water. I wasn't even realizing like, oh, there are currents. Like the water's moving. Yeah, It's, it's a storm. Yeah. The search resumed On July 2nd. (gasps) So now we started on June 23rd. We are now on July 2nd. So much
2: time has passed.
0: After the weather improved, the 12 boys and the coach were discovered at approximately... Okay, 2200 means... uh, 12 means... 10 10 p.m. 10 p.m., right? Okay. A video of the encounter showing the boys and their interactions with the divers was posted on Facebook by the Thai Navy SEALs. In the video, the dazed boys are uncertain how long they've been trapped... Ask the divers what day it is. In Thai, oh, sorry. The Thai, US, Australian, and Chinese diving teams, supported by the British divers, began transporting diving bottles into the cave system and established an air supply storage area in Chamber 3. On July 3rd, the trapped group were joined by three Thai Navy SEALs who supported them until the rescue the officials told reporters that rescuers were providing health checks and treatment and keeping the boys entertained and that none of those traps none of those trapped were in serious condition so they're at them they just got to get them back now right right it was believed that some of the group could not swim complicating what already uh what would already be a difficult rescue oh gosh (laughs) they were they were going to do this thing like they they had the side training where they like had boys in a swimming pool with like obstacles around it so they could try to (laughs) get the kids out but then they realized some of them couldn't swim so they had abandoned that like they were practicing all this stuff this assistant coach i hope he was fired no 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 no. well well we'll get to that we'll get to that the army doctor discovered that they had attempted to dig their way out of the cave the team members had used rock fragments to dig every day creating a, a hole five meters deep wow An estimated 10,000 people contributed to the rescue effort. And yes, I guess that does include Elon Musk. (laughs) What did he, he he sent some like advanced. He he had
2: some idea. I I can't remember. I shouldn't have mentioned it. No,
0: no, no. I I thought about it too. Including more than 100 divers, representatives from 100 government agencies. Okay, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to go on to all that. On the morning of July 8th remember the start wow. of June 23rd officials instructed the media and all non-essential personnel around the cave entrance to clear the area as a rescue operation was imminent due to the threat of monsoons later in the week which were expected to flood the cave until October oh no So they had to
2: move quit. they had to get them out the
0: boys were dressed in a wetsuit buoyancy jacket harness and a positive pressure full, ma- full face mask a cylinder with 80 percent oxygen was clipped to their front a handle attached to the back and they were tethered to a diver. So they're like connected to a professional diver in case uh, they were lost in the poor visibility. The rescue divers described them as a package. Harrison. OK. um OK. They were administered the anesthetic ketamine to the uh, before the journey, rendering them unconscious. No way. Yes. I didn't know that. I know. To prevent them from panicking on the journey. <gasps> and risking you should do this for you when you get on an airplane
2: no way and risking
0: the lives of their of their uh rescuers they were also given the anti-anxiety drug xanax and the drug atropine that's to steady a lot their of stuff, yeah. i know oh this is interesting to steady their hearts and reduce saliva production to prevent choking
2: wow because if they're
0: knocked out yeah after a short dive to a dry section the divers and boys were met by three divers and the boys Dive gear was removed. The boys were then transported on a drag st- stretcher over two hundred meters of rocks and sand hills. Um, they were assessed, and their gear was taken off. Uh,
2: sorry, I mean they could have taken out their appendix. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they could have gotten a lot of surgery. They done could have while done their their like their molars. Yeah, you know, just might as well get some stuff yeah. taken care of. Okay,
0: the boys arrived in 45-minute intervals. The divers knew the boys were breathing from their, exhausted, from their exhaust bubbles, which they could see and feel. On July 10th, the last four boys and their coach were rescued from the cave. Experience helped streamline the rescue procedure, so the total time to extract a boy was reduced from three hours on the first day to just over two hours on the final day. Uh, I'm almost done. Okay, now this is something I wanted to tell you. First of all, to address your thing earlier about the coach being fired. Yeah. Um, they said that he was amazing in doing, and keeping the boys calm. Yeah. Like, he was really fantastic with them. And that they asked several of the parents, do you want to sue or, you know, press charges? And all of them were like, no way. Like, he kept our boys alive. He kept them safe. Yeah. Like, they went, it wasn't like they went into the cave during the mon- monsoon season, yeah, it was yeah. just it came early that year, and I think that in America that wouldn't have happened. I'm just saying, may have had some litigious parents. We love to sue. We love a good so suit. So this is this is the very positive part of the story. The assistant coach and three of the boys had no nationality. Noparat uh, Kamfa Vong, the founder of the Wild Boars team, explained that they are from tribes in an area that extends across Thailand myanmar laos and china the region has no clear borders and people are not assigned passports their statelessness deprived them of basic benefits and rights including the possibility to leave the Xiang Rai province to get nationality is the biggest hope for the boys in the past these boys have had problems traveling to play matches outside of Xiang Rai because of their nationless status following the team's rescue thai officials Promised to provide the three boys and the coach with legal assistance in obtaining Thai citizenship, a process which they said could take up to six months. On September 26, this is not six months. This is just on September 26th, the boys and the coach were granted Thai citizenship.
2: Oh, I love that. So that is very, very cool. Yeah.
0: So yeah, I do want to watch uh, 13 Lives, and I'm sure it's it has. I mean, there was so much I couldn't include everything. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, it's
2: just remarkable. What a harrowing story! Very
0: harrowing. Man.
2: There's a
1: CNN documentary about this too, and they've got like footage of the the boys in the cave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, going through the it's
0: that might be actually more interesting. It's than a,
1: horrific. Just just yeah. seeing them go through these little tunnels in the caves.
0: You mean when they're trying to when they're being rescued? There's mm-hmm. footage of that. Mm-hmm. Okay, well we'll look that up and and link it because that sounds yeah, really it's, interesting. It's
2: really good. Thank you for that great story.
0: Well, you're so welcome, and we will be right back with our guests. Yay!
3: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.
2: Welcome back to How to Survive with Danielle and Christine. Danielle. Christine. You know what I want to know? Yes. How, in fact, was your break?
0: My break was fine. It was, as usual, filled with uh, unfilling my bladder. <laughs> oh my gosh, details yeah. please. I, there's not much more to say. It is just I never not have to go to the bathroom. It's just uh, you
2: know, it's just life. That is exciting. <laughs> what Thank did you, you do for the updates? I went on my phone and checked yeah. to see if anything exciting had happened in the world. If your son had bitten your daughter at yeah, school, if anything terrible had happened. <laughs> terrible things keep happening. Um, No bites. Good to report. Good. Good. But they're good. at school, so you know what? If they bite each other, it's not really my it's their problem. Their problem. It's actually yeah, yeah. the school's problem. The administration's problem. problem. So the first half of the episode, yes, we talked about being trapped in a cave. Yes. And now, what are we going to talk about? Danielle? And now we're going to be. Ta-
0: uh, and now. And now we're going to talk about being trapped on the road, seeking the shelter, seeking shelter with our very special guest. Stephen Kieran. Hi, Stephen.
4: Hi, you guys. How Hello. are you? I'm quite well. How are you, too?
0: Good. We're Three. really happy that you're here. Do you here. prefer Stephen or Steve? Uh, S-
4: Stephen is usually how I'm okay. known, but either way. I like
0: when people go by their whole name.
4: It, yeah. it's My mom My mom always insisted it would be Stephen. Stephen, yeah. Ga- the Gaelic spelling, and yes. No yeah. one was going to call you Stevie. No, someone, our neighbor tried, and yeah. my mom went after her. <laughs> <laughs>
0: In what way? How did she uh,
4: She just told her, no, never, never again. <laughs> and I'll, she threatened to throw her out of the apartment. <laughs> so, yeah. Which uh, was my mom's way. I <laughs> Wait love a second. That. Just
0: for calling you Stevie?
4: Yeah. Oh, it would take much less than that for my mom to <laughs> throw people out of our apartment. Which
0: I thing mm-hmm. kind of leads into your story today is it's that correct certainly true yeah okay. there's
4: components that weave s- seamlessly into the story yeah
0: first of all let me just explain that Stephen is a very very <laughs> talented and funny actor and improviser i know firsthand i have seen him live in an improvised show which was hysterical but you can also find him on the show wayne on amazon prime does wayne rev- uh does that refer to a city isn't there a it name actually Wayne?
4: refers to a character. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I thought it was being Wayne clever. McCullough. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and no, it wasn't. But apparently, it's a cult hit.
4: Yes, it is. I have to admit, I am just part of that. But it's yeah. Very exciting. Yeah.
0: Okay, so let's dig I keep in. Hitting the microphone. Let... I've been told not to. Hit. <laughs> just give it a
4: right left. A brush. Yes.
0: <laughs> so let's dig into your story here.
4: Dig in. Yes. Okay. Set us up. Okay. What's going on? Well, this particular part of the story, and and again, any any part of uh, my story, so so to speak, has different branches, so right. serve as guardrails, as you will. Um, but this particular part uh, started uh, with the, the, the divorce of my parents. Okay. And which finally happened and and my father actually w- at this time was living off of Woodman Avenue. Yes. Which is just one exit away. The same exit that he drove off of the overpass <laughs> and had a scar called no. the night I quit drinking. That, that was Woodman Avenue. But dad was now living in the office with a 22 pistol in the bottom drawer of the filing cabinet, sleeping right. out caught next to the blueprint machine with under army blankets okay
0: okay blueprint machine was he an architect
4: he was a civil engineer okay my dad was a civil engineer but by this time he had been a veteran of two wars Jeez. PTSD my father had his army blankets and his pistol and my dad was in his office just here off of wood okay my mom then we lost the house we were living in mission Viejo okay. the California promise
0: yes uh, <laughs> yes okay. I always have to ask because I want yes. I want to get into your psychology Please. how old were you you and your siblings at this time?
4: I, w- I was 11. Okay. Uh, Sheila was 13, and then Lisa was 17, going on 18. Lisa had run away by this point. She had run oh. away from home.
1: Oh. Okay. So Lisa. she was
4: up the street okay. and uh, at the Schroders.
0: She ran away, but didn't get very far.
4: She didn't get very far, but just she did also did not come home. And my dad tried to go and muscle the guy, which was my dad's way. And uh, the guy, all, however, was a psychologist. So I think he kind of worked my dad, <laughs> took all of my dad's so-called strengths and yes. sort of cauldroned <laughs> them into a weakness and sent my dad home empty-handed. But
2: okay.
4: Sort of disoriented and angry and not sure what just happened. What just happened. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> so uh, by that so my dad 's in the office, my mom we lost the house. my mom was dating a guy now named Frank who was on disability. He had been in an explosion underground.
2: Oh, man. She did not go
4: cape? too far no. No,
2: from but, uh, the original dad.
4: No, the, this was sort of the thing. and Was also, the
2: explosion in a cave?
4: It was underground, so, sort oh. of. Okay. It was for Southern California Edison, so it was down a manhole. So that's cave. <laughs> Thank you
2: for tying into our theme.
4: Well, I was set up, however. Uh, yeah, yes. I tried. Yeah, yeah, No, you did. That was good. A good assist. So we <laughs> ended up then, Frank was also a comic doctor, Wait,
0: a comic
1: diver?
4: Fair. That's the proper response because (laughs) I I didn't know. It usually starts with a wait, comma, wait. Back it up. He was a comic diver in the summer. He was did like clowning at pool parties. What? It's absolutely true. Wait, this
0: is a Wait, this is a I thing. I told you there's
4: all there's know, the main we're never going to get to I, the but main that's okay thing. Because this is I've, the setup. Okay,
0: wait a second. It was so Frank's occupation was such that enough people had it that there's a name for it? Or did Frank just call himself a comic diver and he was the only one who went to public pools Garen. and <laughs> find out? No, I
4: don't know. I do, all I know at the time is that he my mom himself, my mom said he's a comic dodger (laughs) with with a cigarette yeah and you're really gonna like him and you're gonna like him and actually we did like him Frank was was just Frank he was like sort of like James Garner esque like if Uh he just said fuck it and just had let it all go okay got it this was Frank and he loved my mom and my mom it was like crazy what was happening in our family at that time and So we... I have so many questions, but you're right. Okay. So what happened is that my mom, for a time, moved us into the travel lodge. So we're moved into the travel lodge. And we were there just like a couple of days. And my mom said, you guys are going on a trip. So we're in the travel lodge. My mom said, Lisa or she referred to your sister. We were not allowed to use Lisa's name. Because she'd
2: run away. She had
4: run away. Yes. And my mother, this was like the ultimate betrayal. And we were only, oh, okay. we were not allowed to use Lisa's name. <laughs> your
0: mom is a real thing about names.
4: My mother was the real deal. My mother had codes and things <laughs> that they were, that was just straight up. Straight, Jersey City. <sighs> there was a, there was an element of my mom that was just very Jersey City about okay. a lot of things. So sure enough, Lisa shows up like a a day or two into the Travelodge experience and says, we're going on the road and I'll be here tomorrow morning. And we had to meet her outside. Mom wouldn't let her in. Okay. And she said, "I'll be by tomorrow, really early, like really, really early." And we—I remember that sunk in. Like, oh my God, you know, we're leaving really early. So very early the next morning, I got in the back of a car, which I don't have time to go into what the problem with the car was, (laughs) but I got in the car. (laughs) I told you, there's these crazy, okay, okay, different cave systems that go off the main. (laughs) All right. So I get in the car. They're packing around me. We joke now that I was sort of to. my job was to keep the load from shifting in the back of this little tiny car. We go up to Van Nuys Boulevard. There was a place called Otto's Pink Pig. I have no idea if it's still there. It was still dark. It was the cocktail with your breakfast oh, uh-huh. side. of. And my dad met us there. OK, so this is you and your sister and your mom, two sisters no, no, mom stayed at the travel office. So,
0: wait, oh, your sister was picking you up.
4: And Lisa and me.
0: So, Lisa said, we I'm taking kids. you to.
4: T- we're going on but a trip. But did your
0: mom know th- about this?
4: My mom knew enough about it to say, go go to your father. Uh, He'll meet you, go to your father, and talk to your father up at oh, Otto's Pink Pig. Oh, okay. Cigarette. So, okay. Mm-hmm. Cigarette. <laughs> Hitting the mic. Right. Off. So. <laughs> Off we go. It's pre dawn. We get there. It's still pre dawn. It's so at autos. I don't know. At autos, and right. they're open, you know, because okay. they never closed. And at one point of the conversation, I remember my dad takes out a wad of bills, a wad of bills, and he passes it to Lisa. <laughs> this is always really hard to tell for some reason emotionally, but he passed it to Lisa and he says, Go to Jack. Now, my dad had a lot of brothers all the Kieran brothers. Okay. Okay. So they were all grew up on a farm, South Dakota, Irish Catholics. They were just these, they all went to war together. They was just the Kieran brothers. But the king of the brothers was Jack. Okay. And Jack also had a side to him that would show up and need to stay for a couple of days. You know, while the f- lightning is flashing on one side of its face, <laughs> your Uncle Jack's going to be here for a couple of days. Don't bum, answer bum, the bum. door. Don't answer the door for a couple of days. We're going to keep these great shows. So we never knew what the hell was going on. Oh In fact, I just talked to one of my brothers and I said, who's also my cousin, my stepbrothers and cousins, another, that's another yes, story. Yes, so I heard about that on yes, Never Not Funny, right which is the exact same crazy story as Jimmy, story. right. So I asked. My husband. I said, "What do you remember about Uncle Jack?" And I remember, I remember Bob was like. <sighs> <laughs> that was, so I was like, "I was like, yes, okay, so that's right." So we go. Next thing we know, Dad gives us the water money. Dad tells us, "Turn the radio up on the car, because that's what it's for. If you hear any problems with the car, just turn the radio up." <laughs> He said, that's what the literally the radio is for. You turn it up. That's why they put radios in cars. Right. If there's any problem with the car, don't right. call us or anything.
0: Put good. masking tape over the the hazard lights that
4: yes. go on. Right. Yes, whatever. Yes. yes. Don't look at don't that look thing. At that. Don't look at that. Don't look at the dashboard. So, right. Don't look at the dashboard. <laughs> just
2: pretend it's not happening. In
4: life. Just don't look at the dashboard. Right. Just keep driving. And so we started out on this odyssey that we didn't know was going to take us for the over, like basically over a year. Not totally on the road, but part of it. And we went up Highway One and i remember it hit sheila my 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 middle sister who's who's very stalwart and sheila's like steady freddy and nothing really gets okay. to her in a, any real way she's in an emergency you want sheila yeah you know okay. and she's like the hub and sheila broke down that first night and, oh, and i remember no. she got sick to her stomach and i i asked lisa like what's wrong with sheila she goes she's homesick and i said but you don't get sick to your stomach. She goes, "Yeah, you do. Sometimes it makes you sick yeah. to your stomach." So that started this this journey. And Lisa's only eighteen years old. Right. And we're the, we're on this road up Highway One, and we're trying to get to Port Angeles, Washington.
0: This is where Jack is.
4: Yeah. Okay. Near the border. Near the border. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, yes okay. Right. Right across. Okay. So <laughs> I'll just compress this part because I'm I'm thinking I don't know. It's just there's there's, there's a, a lot. lot of, I remember Lisa had so much weighing on her. I remember we're trying, we're in a payphone, it's pouring rain, we're, it's, even though it's summer, early summer, because we're out of school, it's pouring right. rain, we're in San Francisco, we're in a phone booth, the three of us. We're, it's fogged up yeah, in right. this phone booth. And Lisa is, has the yellow pages, and she's putting in dimes. And we're right. trying to get reservations and directions to a motel that we're going to stay at. And I start, I start losing it. I, I'm like, uh, what's going to happen to us? You know. Uh-huh. I start losing this. And Lisa goes, just a minute. And she, <laughs> and she clocks and, you. clocks me in the mouth. Oh drops me. God. So that I, in my mind, I went... <laughs> <laughs> down to the bottom. Did she
0: ever hit you before?
4: Yeah, a little. Oh, bit. but the, the, when the I look back, Lee, every time I tell this part, Lisa will be listening to this, right. going, "Oh my God, oh. totally right call. That was the right call at the right time." And yeah, and you, you, it was just
0: like it snap was just out of it.
4: Snap out of it. Right. It was at that time. We'll talk about this later. But yes. right now, look, we gotta. It was. It was one of those. Like yes. you're gonna get us all killed. Sort so of moment. so.
0: Am I to understand that at this point you got the idea this wasn't just a trip because you're you're worried
4: for some reason? I, I was starting to. We were so far away from home. Uh huh. We and you're eleven. I'm eleven years you're old. neither
0: of your parents are around. So and
4: we had been through everything leading up to this. Right. Was yes. gnarly. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and and violence and whatnot. So hmm. So that was water, everyone, <laughs> as opposed to a little ton of my flask. So, <laughs> So yeah, this was exactly. That's a great question. Something was starting to dawn on us. Yeah, Lisa, however, at eighteen, couldn't. She has a matriarchal energy. Mm-hmm. She has. It's funny. Uh, apparently, well, she had to. She's a, Lisa's a, a lioness. I tell her kids. I, in fact, I read the book to her kids recently. So, oh, and so she just to kids. explain,
0: you wrote a book about your life that I has did. Not... I did a
4: one-man show first. Right. And it became such a behemoth. It was like over two hours. For the audience, it was too much. For me, I, it was just my stories. It was still a lot. But I thought, now this needs to be a book. I need yeah. to deep dive on this stuff, right? So. Yeah.
0: And and it will be published eventually. We're yes. hoping. Yes.
4: Yes. Oh yeah. I'm okay. Because you have you have
0: three readers right here ready okay. to. Okay. Ever since you talked about it on, never not funny. I was like, oh, I'm reading this book.
2: It's always oh, amazing is, to yeah. me
4: that I I, know, I always, uh, it's the insane presumption when you're growing up that all families are this way. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, all families. We think. I remember being in the back seat of our car. What led up to the divorce? It, it was about finding out my dad was a skate dancer and all this stuff later. What? But my mom... Is,
0: is that is that like a um,
4: my dad diving was a comp- clown? No, no. Well, clown it, diver? My mom loves show people, it? apparently. <laughs> we found out later. But my dad was a competitive skate dancer in between... <laughs> be- <laughs> For, why are you saying that's really funny? Why would you not laugh at that? That's I, insane. It's just
2: so crazy it's that that's crazy. tossed out like a casual. It's just a, I'm telling you, yes. I can
4: just refer to other stories yes. as we blow by them. Okay, it's amazing. But th- what I'm saying okay. is, my mother was dragging her foot like on the street outside of the car while my dad is speeding, <laughs> and, and we're in the back seat and we're thinking, "This is." I look at. I remember looking at Sheila. This is back before the divorce, yes. thinking. This is what families do. Yeah, this this is normal. This is normal. It's
2: protective in a way. It is. I think.
4: No, I think think that's the same way you blame yourself for the divorce. Kids blame themselves because their gods can't be wrong.
0: I blame myself for my parents not getting divorced. <laughs> I was like, I so must protective. be doing yes. something. I mean, I'm literally asking them for it, so I don't know why they won't do it. Must be me. Are you still? <laughs> no, I've given up at this point. Yeah, okay, they need right. each other
4: at this point. So okay, yeah. but there was a period. Okay,
0: the period called my childhood. Oh, your childhood. my entire
4: childhood. My entire childhood. Okay, again. So we, so so we end up at, at, at first we went in the we ended up at a youth hostel in Canada, just for one night. And that's scary in and of itself. I'm telling you, I was put on the men's side and the girls oh, were on no, the other side. You were I too little. No. I was too little. And I remember I walked into what looked like a giant like hangar or or gymnasium. And I, I was feeling along the walls to get to where I needed to go. And I got to a bunk and I climbed up on the bunk and I got on the top <laughs> and I leaned back. And on behind me, my, my tiny 11 year old like little scapula was up against a sign that said, no smoking, Oh. and I looked out, and all I saw were <laughs> these like little orange lights that were like, <laughs> lighting up here and there. And they're... that, for some reason, I thought, what else are they
2: right. capable if, if of? If they're willing yes. to break the
0: one rule that's posted, yeah. what else are they doing?
4: Yeah. I got down, I climbed down, I went out in the hallway, and I got sick. Aww. Oh, yeah. And, and hippies came, Yeah. Hi- hippies. Because I knew what hippies looked like. I grew up in the '60s, and my sister Lisa was older. Uh, she had hippie friends, and hippies, and hippies. They came from <coughs> the youth hostel. They got my sisters, and what my sisters did is they smuggled me into the girls' oh, side. Oh, good. Yeah, they did, and they sort of wrapped me up, and they and they and they uh, sort of let me go to sleep. Yeah, and they hid you. They hid me, and when we got up, we go to dinner. And I remember dinner was like straight off of a, like an Oliver Twist menu. <laughs> there was like a, it was like a, a bowl of hot water with a cabbage leaf in it. No lie, I mean, I mean Oliver Twist probably had more than that. Uh, he
0: at least had gruel. Right,
4: a gruel. At least he had gruel, right. some sort of substance. And I remember there was like a piece of rock bread that was on like a little plate and Lisa clocked it. Lisa was like, I know, I know. If you eat this, we'll go out for cokes and candy bars. Oh. Yeah. And Lisa knew. So so we ate dinner and then we headed out and again it seems crazy it was night it was raining we're in Canada and we go into this little liquor store. Okay. And we get cokes and candy bars and back then this should tell you that we all three of us got cokes and candy bars put them on the counter and the total back then was 3.33. Right. And the man had an accent, and it was, t-try, t-try,
2: <laughs>
4: and for some reason, that hit us in that place where we were so vulnerable and so opened up that that blasted something open for us. And we went outside, and we danced in the rain.
1: Oh, yeah, like Drew Barrymore.
4: We were like Drew Barrymore, even though I don't know what that oh, reference Oh, you don't know is. that? No. Okay, Did quick she...
0: aside. Yeah. Very crazy, uh... Was an Instagram video two or three weeks ago where Drew Barrymore goes outside. She's filming herself being the most Drew Barrymore she's ever. You guys have seen this, no, right? I have. Okay, no, Garen has. And she's like, "You have to love the rain. You have to. You have to take advantage of the." opportunities, and, right? It's something like that. I'm not getting the dialogue, dance right? in the rain. You have to dance in the rain when you can. And she's filming herself, and she's like on the verge of tears out of ecstasy for yes. the rain, and you're like, I want to hate you, but God damn it, you're Drew Barrymore, and you are so committed to this world.
4: Do that. Yes. Do that instead yes. of
0: Coke at nine or right, whatever she right. did. This is what happens when you, you know, there's one yes. of two ways to go. Either you die at a young age or
2: you're just so grateful for the rain. <laughs> it's it, you have to look at oh it it's unbelievable. I so wish you... I could have that much joy I, about anything. Yes. Right? Anything. Yes. Anything.
4: Yes. Oh my god. So yes, very okay. much So So, you're yes, dancing very... in the rain. And and, and with the all, cokes and the chocolates. With the cokes and the chocolates and everything and and we realized we not to make a big deal out of it, but that number now means Aww. something to the three of us Aww. and there's so,
0: three of you in a 3.33 oh it's I know. very sweet so it's
4: something that still to this day just be, in the car just when I pulled up I said hey I'm here to do Aww. this and they were like we're here we're, we're with you Oh, I
0: love that the guy didn't say yeah. 3.33 Troi, <laughs> <No>, he, <laughs> no? he could yeah. have and yeah, we experience. wouldn't be dancing
4: in the right. rain with Drew Barrymore.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: <Yeah>. <laughs> um Okay, so, so that happened. We ended up then going down and staying with Jack for like a. Oh, okay, you found days. Jack. Yeah, we did. And I worked at construction at 11. What? Yeah, it was like an 11 year old. I was on his construction crew and. But and did
0: you also juggle? Because I feel like there has to, in all these stories, there has to be some weird entertainment element with the job. No, okay.
4: Uh, there were hammers. And there <laughs> yes. Were, there was some, uh, a lathe. I was working a <laughs> lathe with balloons. And then I was like, so yeah, I was making the best of a bad situation. Okay, so it's still summer. You're not like, Still summer, okay. but then we, then, okay, we're at Jack's. We were told we, we had to get back. So we get back and mom has now moved out of the Uh, Travelodge, Mm -hmm. and she's moved us. Mind you, back then, Mission Viejo was basically just like a frontier outpost between L.A. and San Diego. There was nothing out there in the the 60s, early 70s. It's just sitting there, but Mom had moved us out to some condos that were way out at the edge. There, There was a lion preserve Literally. Oh my known God. as Lion Country Safari. Oh, oh, was that like Tippy
2: Hedrin's? Uh... No,
4: no. That's her own vi No, deal. no, I know okay. her thing. But this was actually a sort of a theme park, but they also did. They, they had lo- the, it was like a rock, you could drive through it uh-huh. like the uh, San Diego Wild Animal yeah. Park okay. away, but they also it was a place to preserve lions so
0: Stephen I grew up in Los Angeles I remember commercials for Lion Country Safari would, but um, I never knew what it was it, I didn't know it was
4: then crazy okay. shit like the elephant got loose oh. <laughs> running toward the 405 <laughs> <No>. but, <yes>. <laughs> <laughs> They're shooting, like, and they get it just before it <laughs> is moving toward the on-ramp and the, a monkey like tore a calf <laughs> off of so, almost, I, mean, horrifying. Oh my God. I even list them in quick succession I I, I go through home of the pa-pa-pa-pa-pa. okay so so we're now way out there What we joked we're now on the menu we're on the menu <laughs> <to> <laughs> like the be yes <laughs> yeah. so we're way out there but we get there and we see that the place is a total disaster like my mom's stuff and Frank is there and then my mom My mom lasts maybe two to three weeks when we got home, and then mom lost it, and she ran off. First to Texas. Yeah, she did. She had With Frank,
0: or she left Frank in charge of you guys?
4: Frank couldn't handle us. So he said, no, your dad's gonna take care of you. Dad couldn't handle us. So what happened is mom had a breakdown. She first went to Texas to be with her friend, Gloria. (laughs) (laughs) I <laughs> <And then,
2: For, laughs> <for, laughs>
0: love the sign for, for Gloria. Mm-hmm. The Gloria is smoking cigarettes. Gloria, I, I Black really
4: Russians, would, and Gloria. Uh, oh, and, and,
0: yes. You know, so
4: Gloria took care of my mom for a while, and then my mom went to UCLA for treatment. She was okay, there on okay. the flight deck. Okay. On the flight deck. Yeah. <laughs>
0: That's what we call treatment.
4: That's what we call that level of the hospital. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. Oh, man. My my so, <laughs> so the lifeboat of all lifeboats now pulls in, which is Sheila's. Sheila's best friend was Lisa, and Lisa's mom, <clears throat> they, mom, she said, move in. Okay. The twins, Valerie and Vanessa, my age. Okay. And we moved in now, and I slept on their couch in the living room for the better part of a year. Oh, okay. And is this
2: back in L.A.?
4: Mission Viejo. Still in Mission, Mission Viejo. Yeah, so has, you went to school. <clears throat> yes, so okay. the, we would stay in school, which was Dad's big argument. I you know, I can't put them up in an apartment here. Dad was working around the clock which is what my dad okay. did 16 hour days is what mm, my dad put mm-hmm. in he was just a wow. maniac trying to make things okay by working
0: right
2: sure
4: right okay so is which he admitted on his deathbed <laughs> B- bad call you know so
3: fair, <laughs> literally,
4: literally he, he called me in close and said that so <laughs> So now,
0: remember that time I abandoned you? Whoops!
4: <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I was thinking, oh. and then we told him what he was thinking in a good way. Like you know what you were thinking, Dad? You were thinking this. So my dad was. Yeah. We always said about my dad: two wars, one divorce, no therapy.
0: Right. Okay. So my dad, my right.
4: parents were rock stars to me.
0: Right.
2: Okay. And
4: because of where they came yeah. from, they did right a terrible job. Yeah. But compared to where they came from, they did an it's amazing an improvement. Job.
2: Right? Yeah. yeah.
4: And there's stuff I won't tell you now, but it's it'll be in the big this book. Better
0: come out quick! <laughs> I want to read it.
4: Okay. Okay. So again, I don't know if I'm going over time right now. You let me. It's know, It's okay.
0: Course. I mean, we may have to edit, but uh, only Whatever because we try to keep it. But this is too interesting. So.
4: Okay. So I mean, this is where where we were there for over a year and then my mom gets out of treatment and now we're going to give it a shot. Okay. We, We, my mom moved back and my mom was working in a vitamin factory and she's taking people in and renting rooms of our condo. And then there's a, Model who moves into my bedroom. A and, female model? Yeah, a Playboy centerfold who uh, oh. moves into, while she's shooting her pictorial. What? Moves in, and I am 15 years old. Holy moly. Oh, this is a whole section of the book that I just do the deep dive of what happened. And my mom said, yeah, we'll put him in a mummy bag under the stairs. Oh. And we'll put her put her in Steven's room while she's, because her husband was roughing her up and was leaving bruises. And my mom's friend, Sandy, who was also from back east. So Sandy was like my mom's best friend. And they were sort of in cahoots my mom was a hustler okay. my mom hustled and she got back on her feet but there were yeah. people coming by and there was envelopes and we don't know and a guy came in once and he said is your mom here and i said no and then he pushed by me and he took some pieces of furniture oh my god left, like out of payment there were other times we were told not to open the door we hid in a closet for a while you know my mom had l- borrowed money yeah from the Perry. Brothers, which Oh, was yeah. Not good. You What's can't borrow money from the Perry Brothers. We found that out. Yeah. Wait, Wait, only... what,
2: is, what is the Perry Brothers?
4: Exactly. Is
0: that a thing I'm
2: supposed to no,
4: know? It's. It, I just. Y- you're they improvising sound. Really oh, well okay. Right yeah. She's yeah. <laughs> <you>. yes ending <laughs> you. This sounds like. I love how you were like, look, I'll tell you one thing I know. Right. You yeah. don't borrow
2: from the Perry this Brothers. This just all sounds very familiar. <laughs>
4: <laughs> we come home one day yeah. and we hear we hear this person the centerfold laughing she loved Monopoly and we walk in and <laughs> Sheila's like what's his car doing here and we walk in and he's standing wearing only P.E. shorts circa 1978 which is not much P.E. short at all yes yeah. and he's got my barbell set which had wait, never wait I'm
0: sorry who is this is this her
4: Sh- Sheila's boyfriend oh, Sheila's time. boyfriend oh boy. is, start running back
0: is with the Playboy in model our,
4: in our dining room pumping iron in front of Oh, her in short shorts. In micro shorts. Right. And like this. And Sheila, and I write it like this way, I said, for reasons I don't understand and yet completely understand, said his name, ran over, jumped on his back. He then lost his balance and crushed my sister oh! in the bookcase oh! <gasps> and, and falls forward. She falls onto him, all the books that my mother was reading, like at the time, like, like, like Jonathan Livingston Siegel and, and uh-huh. Exodus are falling now onto my sister. And, and this the, the centerfold, she's laughing like crazy. Oh. And that's when I told my mom. Uh-huh. My mom came home from the vitamin factory and I told her what happened. And my mom went to her uh, little hippie purse, the, the centerfolds, <laughs> and she had left with boyfriend, my sister's boyfriend. Oh, and. Oh, no. and and my mom found the things I guess she was looking for, and when she came home, what, she, wait, what were the things she was looking for? I think she found a little coke in the in the in the hippie purse. Wait, the, the, is this
0: this is the models? Yes, the models mm-hmm. hippie yeah. purse. Got it.
4: And my mom threw her out on her ass. Yeah. So my mom had like peak experiences of incredible. Uh, parenting.
0: Right, right, right. She did the right thing in this game. She, yeah, yeah, she yeah.
4: took us out of uh, when I was shamed by one of the nuns by having my absences read. My mom told the oh. mother superior to go to hell and don't stop on the way, honey.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> and
4: that was at St. Genevieve's just down the road.
0: Oh my God. Anyway. Oh I'm, my God.
4: Please be guardrails right now because I'm just blasting. No, 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 no.
0: Okay, so, okay, so you finally get into, and then did you stay in this condo for a we while? Stayed
4: in the condo. My mom started to kind of. She got. My mom got as stable as she could. She worked a side hustle at a donut shop. She's at the vitamin factory. Sheila goes to school, so it's just me and my mom. Oof. And yes, and then, (laughs) but you know, we kind of worked it out. My mom didn't drive, and then she finally got her license. And her brother taught her, who had ataxia. He had it attacks the central nervous system, so he kept driving. (laughs) way past the time that it was legal. And he's yeah. teaching her how to he drive? He taught her how to drive and oh, therefore... No. So oh, she's just jerking no, down no, the road. No, no, no. That's exactly... My mom ah. made a left turn in front of a dialer ride in the halting, <laughs> lurching manner oh, no. that her brother had taught her and she is T-boned, demolishes my car. Oh. And I remember, I, my, again, my, my Jersey mom, my mom, I walk up to the back of the uh, paramedics uh, truck And my mom's back there with oxygen on. Oh. She's got her, an unlit cigarette in this f- thing, and she has her lighter in this hand. Oh, oh no. She's wearing no, no. oxygen. <laughs> yeah. no, no, no. She knew. She okay. knew. Okay. And I walk up, and I remember mom went like this. She goes, Don't kill me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oxygen on.
4: So, so we, oh my I still God. drove that car. The right side touched my right hip the, the, of the car. <laughs> there was plastic. <laughs> It, was, oh it sounded like I was in a regatta, you know, the <laughs> whole time. And my mom's in the back seat, and she's just telling me, "Turn left. We we gotta get cigarettes." And oh. and it was we hung together until it was time for me to go to school, and then when I left, my surviving mom, she got a job at Albertsons at the deli bakery. Yeah. Yep. And she got her license, and she got a little car, and she rented a room in a house. Now, it's interesting, I, I think I may have said this uh, with, with Jimmy, I said like, you know, unless you know where someone starts, you can't really judge them, because they may have yeah. traveled twice as far yes, as you. Right, right. yeah, That's, absolutely. I, I'm not always a saint, I don't always remember that, but if, when, I, I, when I thought, when people look at my mother, they just think she's just this person, driving a little car, working a deli bakery job, and she's now.
0: Right, right. But it was such a huge leap for
4: her. In the context. If you take it out of context, that's one thing. Drop things into context in this Mm -hmm, life. mm -hmm. And it's a whole different story.
0: All right. I am extremely excited to to hear more. Yeah. Your stories are fascinating. They're so interesting I'm just
2: and funny thank you and very heartbreaking much for and having me. Thank you so much yeah. for coming on. We'd love to read the book.
4: Okay. Yeah, I'm yeah. really really working on this yes. and, I, and Lisa is the driver. So when I tell Lisa that you said that to me, yes. she is going to grind me in a good way. She's going to be like, "You do not." She goes, Three. "I she, Yeah, it's 333. 333. She really she's going to hammer me.
0: Stephen, thank you so much for being here. You're so welcome. This was unbelievable. I just want to hear more. And we will be right back with what did we learn today? Chris, are you ready to learn what we learned today? I love learning. You, me, as a writer, appear in the book Periods, Period, which releases on March 7th -hmm. and is available for pre order now. Today, right now, you can do it. Oh my God, that's so exciting! If you're going to see Father John Misty, let those girls out. <laughs> <laughs> Kathy is an American gag-a-day comic strip drawn by Kathy wife from 1976 to 2010. The comic follows Kathy, a woman who struggles through the four basic guilt groups of life. Food, love, family, and work. Oh, oh boy. Like she can said. never find a bathing suit. <laughs> it is hard. Beware of loose rocks. Yeah. I think that's what your son was trying to tell you. <laughs> To put one on? To put a bra on because your rocks were loose. (laughs) If you enter a cave through the back, it doesn't count. Wellies is a name for a pair of rain boots, short for Wellington boots, primarily used in the UK but recognized in other countries. Yeah, I recognize
2: them. I bet Princess Di had multi-pairs. Oh, she
0: probably had so many wellies. She looked so
2: good in her wellies. Yeah, she went
0: stepping on the land trying not to sit off the mines oh right and she
2: didn't she didn't good for her
0: okay here's what we've all been waiting for a grotto yes is an internal organization of the national speleological society they generally function as the local nss chapter club many grottos however operate in areas outside of their local area With many operating in several states. So this is Grotto with a capital G. So this is a different thing. It's
2: not the thing I thought where it's the side of the mountain and you go drink wine.
0: And it's not the thing where the Playboy bunnies hang out.
2: But it might also be those things. No,
0: it is, but not with, yeah. Not with a capital G. Not with a capital G. (laughs) You
2: probably aren't
0: qualified to cave dive. So just stop it. Stop thinking you are. I will stop having
2: so much confidence.
0: 13 Lives is directed by Ron Howard and is available on Amazon
2: Prime Video. Oh, you kept saying Steven Spielberg. Oh, I'm such a fucking asshole. You know what we'll do? We'll go back and we'll take out Steven Spielberg and we'll put in Ron Howard. (laughs) I'm so annoyed because I
0: genuinely believed it was Steven Spielberg. I'm so annoyed
2: at myself. Yeah, you should really be hard on yourself about this. No,
0: but you know why I'm annoyed? Because I'm now in the mind of the person listening to it and being so annoyed every time I say that.
2: I don't think everyone gets that annoyed at mistakes as you do.
0: (laughs) Not not everyone is as uh, frosty as I am. I don't know if that's the right word elon musk offered to build a mini sub to assist in the cave rescue his offer was rejected and he went on twitter he went on a twitter rant against one of the rescuers that was oh, in a defamation lawsuit <laughs> <laughs> what an asshole he's the worst <laughs> he's the worst i fucking hate him he met his
2: 12 children he's one of the worst billionaires out there
0: and they're I mean, that all is such a competitive race i know they're all awful all right. That's what we've learned today. And I've learned because I thought it, I, I kept saying Steven Spielberg and it was Ron Howard. So we're going to go in and fill
2: that in. Yes, it's fine. You can right. fix that in post. We'll get blank Blankabatch to come in <laughs> and go. Ron Howard. <laughs> 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 we, could, we could get him to do that. We He'll could. definitely do that. Everyone, thank you for listening. Remember to pre-order Chris's book and follow us on social media at Pod How to Survive. We have merchandise on our website, soon to be on our social media sites as well, if it isn't already. I think it is. Yeah, I'm going to get it there if it's not there. Yeah,
0: we need to we need to uh, plug our yeah our merch again. Our merch is so it's so
2: fun. Good. Yeah, maybe we'll add something soon. You know, we should do. We should give our merch to big celebrities. And then they'll wear it on right. their on their, on their their socials. Right.
0: First we have to meet some big celebrities, and then we'll do that.
2: Well, yeah, we're going to meet some this weekend probably. That's right. When we go out hunting for big celebrities. Yeah. yeah. I'm it.
0: going to the Olive Garden this weekend, no joke, so I'm sure I'll find some there. Sly Stallone. The Olive Garden? I just imagine him
2: going to Olive Garden. That was so funny.
0: You said that with such assurance, like he, <laughs> like he's a, a, a stakeholder in, in Olive Garden. I, mean, I, I imagine him. He's Italian. Yeah. Why wouldn't he be? Well, I don't even know if he is Italian. But he. Don't you think he loves the Olive Garden, though? I don't. I think, honestly, he's into like fine art. So I think he. I don't think he's seen the inside of an Olive Garden in a long time.
2: I still think he loves the Olive Garden. Mm,
1: no, I'm
0: no. guessing him
2: as an Olive Garden. Olive Garden. Maybe if he has to carve up or something for some reason. Anyway. <laughs> remember. <laughs> Always remember. <laughs> remain, remain calm. calm.